This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal or financial product advice. Hey there and welcome to today's episode of Gen Z Money. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to make moving out of home a little bit more affordable. In this episode, I'm joined by Nathan, who is the editor for all of the Simo podcasts. So this podcast in particular, as well as My Millennial Money, My Millennial Property, and all of the podcasts under that banner. We're going to be touching on our own experiences to share some words of wisdom about how you can reduce the cost of moving out whether that be getting a flatmate, looking at how to get the most affordable furniture and how to reduce your food expenses. So if you're looking to move out of home soon, I hope this episode is helpful. Hey, Nate, thanks so much for joining us on Gen Z Money this week. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Well, Nate, you have heard every episode of Gen Z Money ever, um, but those who are listening may not have heard your voice before. So would you mind introducing yourself? Oh, yeah. Well, it's to your benefit you haven't heard my voice yet, but I am the editor of All Things Simo Interactive, which is the overarching company that Glenn created to house all the podcasts that he decides to do on a whim or long term. It's kind of just whatever the season, the flavor of the season is. So yeah, I edit all the shows like uh, My Millennial Money, My Millennial Property and Gen Z as well. Amazing. So you've almost got like a, a somewhat of a finance degree just from just from your work, just editing all of these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll see by the end of this conversation if any of that holds up. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Well, I thought today we could have a chat about ways to move out of home and make it affordable or as affordable as as it can be because I know at the moment around Australia, rent prices are pretty crazy, um, but there are some things we can do to kind of try and reduce that. So the first thing I've thought of is starting to buy items over time before you move out. So for example, uh, about two years before I moved out of home, I found someone on Gumtree who was selling their Airbnb and they had like a brand new kitchen's worth of stuff. They were selling it in boxes for like 50 bucks. And I knew I wasn't going to be moving out anytime soon, but it was a bargain. And it just meant that when that time came, I would be ready. Uh, And it just meant that that was a few less things that I actually had to buy once I eventually did move out. Mm. Yeah, I've definitely felt the opposite side of this where I didn't buy anything before I had to uh, assemble a whole kitchen. Me and my housemate that I'm living with currently, we just like had nothing. Whatever the house had was what we had. But Mm -hmm. um, we had a good friend that came around going like, okay, like we love Kmart. Like give us the money, we will go to Kmart for you. That was was amazing because we like... We don't have any eye for any sort of appliances or whatsoever. We didn't have to time poor as well. But also, that money we spent into Kmart, we've had to replace half the crap we got from there anyway. So, it's like <laughs> they, they fell apart. Like we, We've replaced a toaster. We've replaced a sandwich press. We've oh, There's just a few things that have just mm. like uh, we've had to buy doubly so. Um, so, yeah. yeah, we had a microwave that lasted... Oh, probably six months. So it's just like, yeah, look, if you can wean in those little things, like it, you make a lot of toasted sandwiches, then get that sandwich press while you're <laughs> while you're living at home. Uh, and yeah, it just saves you if you're going to buy dirt cheap from somewhere that's going to 
you know, not have that sort of quality, then you may be buying twice. But yeah, single little purchases over a period of time will definitely help with that. Yeah. And good heads up as well. I had the same experience with buying a pedestal fan from Kmart. Lasted about two months and then it just completely shut down. So, sometimes you do want to spend a bit more money if you can. (laughs) Definitely. And even things like with my washing machine. So, the apartment that I live in now came with a dryer, but um, no washing machine. So, I asked for that as like a birthday gift from my family if they could go halves and buy me a washing machine. So, that helped save some money as well. 100%. Yeah, that's a good one. So, what was the next point you had, Azaria? So... Using Gumtree, Marketplace, eBay to buy some things secondhand. Now, what do you think about buying things secondhand, Nave? Oh, it's an absolute godsend a lot of the times. Like, mm. I know Glenn's always uh, telling me about all the steals he gets from affluent areas. If you just go secondhand from like just areas of Sydney where it's just or any sort of capital city or high income sort of areas, like... Actually, my partner found this amazing, like think a therapist chair. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of um, like the leather classic therapist chair. She bought something super similar from that from this obviously rich person that came from Sydney. It was like, ah, it's got ivory wheels. It's a beautiful thing. Like we can't keep it in our house. We can't justify it. She sells it for 200 bucks. Wow. This, she said she bought it. This lady said that she bought it originally like 30, 40 years ago for like four grand. <laughs> it's insane. It's so buying secondhand, far out. Yeah, you can get a lot of good things from uh, rich people that don't know what to do with it. Yeah, Is that definitely. fair to say? I don't know if that's fair to say. <laughs> I don't know if I want to have that in. What do you reckon? No, 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 that's fair. It's the same as, you know, buying a secondhand car. Let someone else take the hit and spend all that money <laughs> and you can reap the benefits. <laughs> The way I think about it as well is it's the first time you're moving out of home. You don't need to have a designer luxury looking house. Just get the basics, get what you need, and you can improve on them over time. Yes, definitely. Definitely. What was a purchase that you found on Gumtree that you still got today? Oh, pretty much everything. So when I moved into my own apartment, just living by myself, I had to furnish the whole place. And I, I was just on Gumtree every hour, just refreshing, trying to get as much good deals as I can. So this couch behind me was brand new. It was this family who lived in this like beautiful house in this rich area. And it was just their display couch. Like they'd never sat on the couch before. And I got wow. it for 200 bucks. Yes. So good. Yeah. It was amazing. So <laughs> but in saying that, there were some things that I was looking for secondhand that after a, a bit of debate, I decided mm, that's going to have to be bought brand new. Is there anything that you would not buy secondhand? Mm, there's certain electronic stuff. I reckon like my housemate decided like, you know what? I use my microwave a lot. Like, <laughs> I just use this guy way too much just to go cheap on this. So he decided that I was like, yeah, look, I'm going to, I can't remember what he spent, but it would have been oh, 300 bucks. Like it wow. was a pretty, like pretty good microwave. And he's like, well, this is something that I know that I will get good mileage out of. So it's not like, we're saying, oh, go to Vinny's, get everything from there. Like, oh, there's there's going to be some things that you're going to want to splurge on and some things that you're going to get good mileage out of. So, mm-hmm. we're not saying go cheap on everything, but you don't have to buy new everything, get a 50-month industry from Harvey Normal. You, you can just splurge on the big things and narrow down on stuff you don't really care about. Yeah, definitely. And I had a similar experience, not not for a good reason, but with 
uh, microwaves. I was looking at secondhand microwaves and people just don't take care of them. There's just like, they can't clean them properly. It's kind of gross. And I'm like, it's not that much money to just buy a new microwave from Kmart. Have you, have you ever cleaned a microwave? <laughs> of course. You know what? Mine's ah. a bit overdue for a clean, but <laughs> they can get pretty, they can get pretty rank. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. That's the difference between you and me. I've, that's probably a good reminder for me to clean my microwave. Everyone out there that hasn't cleaned their microwave in a minute, now's the time. If that's the only thing you get from this episode, then we're happy with that. <laughs> and then another thing. So, Nath, you've mentioned that you are living with a housemate at the moment. What was your reasoning behind deciding to move out that way? Yeah, it was a mutual sort of benefit thing. So, I've been friends with this guy for years now and he had a moment where in his HSC, his parents had a job opportunity that was 50 minutes away. So... Mm-hmm. He really didn't want to compromise on his HSC starting afresh at a new school. So, he moved in with me uh, and my parents for like a dirt cheap amount of money. It was just super mutual. I have a friend that like who lives with me, but also he's getting to do his HSC. So, um, it just kind of worked out and we've kind of just, it's been, oh, far out, like three years now that we've kind of been living together and- um, it's kind of just developed into our own sort of place. So, with the mutual sort of benefit thing, like you both have to be getting something out of it. Like if mm. there's, if you're getting uh, cheaper rent, if you're getting good company, like the things you have to think about with sharing with people, you have to have the right sort of uh, person involved. So, mm. you said to me that you use flatmates.com when you, Uh, moved out. How did that process all work for you? Yeah. So, I was living on the Gold Coast and I was just sick of getting the train to Brisbane every day because it's like an hour there and back. So, I decided I'd find somewhere and found like a trendy, trendy Brisbane area in Paddington. Um, So, I decided where I wanted to live, just searched that suburb up on flatmates.com and found a house of all girls. So, there were three girls living there and it was so cheap. It was like 150 bucks a week. And when you've got the utilities split between four people, it's so, so affordable. It's nothing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I compare that now to living alone and it's it's painful. But yeah, back then it was because the house, the benefit, I guess, of living with other people in an established house is that it's already furnished. All you need to do is bring the furniture for your own bedroom. Um, so for me, I just bought my mattress and my bed frame from home, just bought a wardrobe for 40 bucks on Gumtree, a side table for 30 bucks. And yeah, I think in total to move out, it cost me maybe like max $400, Wow, which is really good. (laughs) But I compare that to when I moved into my own place last year, I did the maths and including like kitchen gadgets, furniture, non-essentials, electronics and all that kind of stuff, ended up spending $4,500. Whoa. (laughs) It's it's a big difference. So the barrier to entry, if you can get three or four people involved or finding, like do you see ads on Facebook Marketplace and Gumtree of people looking for people to fill the accommodation just to really make that cheaper? So that number, that difference between 400 and four grand... That sounds worth it to me, even if you don't like people that much. Did you like living in a share house? Oh, no, I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. I think if you've got 
uh, housemates that you get along with and it's yeah it's like just having inbuilt friends but eventually got to the point where I got a job where I was going to be working from home full-time I started doing Gen Z money and I was living in an old Queenslander where you if you tapped on the wall it would like echo through the whole house so oh, yeah 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 <laughs> really needed my own space at that point but financially um definitely living with housemates allowed me to save a lot of money so I definitely recommend that as at least for the the first time you move out of home mm. So, what else have you got for us, Azaria? So, another point I had written down was to shop around for the best utility providers and always Google codes before signing up online. Now, I don't know how adamant you are with that, Nathan, but I do that even just for ordering a pizza, for buying (laughs) anything. I'm always Googling the codes. (laughs) I mean, if you're a young person right now and you haven't got Honey installed on your Chrome browser... You're throwing away money. <laughs> like, do you use do you use Honey a lot for? Do you get any get discounts from Honey with uh, utility stuff? Yeah, I haven't used it too much because I set up my utilities a while ago. Um, but one thing I did do was when I was looking at internet providers, I I think I ended up going with Aussie Broadband, and I googled codes, and I ended up getting like ten dollars cheaper a month for a year, just from googling a code. It took two seconds, and it was like. A hundred bucks of savings. Hundred um, percent. So yeah, yeah, it doesn't doesn't hurt to just try that, and you're gonna save some money over the long term. Yes, for sure. It's pretty much always a chance that there's a code somewhere on the web. I've never been game enough yet to actually call a provider and like haggle a price down. Have you ever done that, Nate? Oh, I did that with an angry email once, um, mm. but that took a lot of effort, and I. Just isn't that the just the staple of Gen Z? Like we'll put an angry tweet out, but man, a phone call. <laughs> that, that's tough. That's not oh, ideal. That's but, but Real I human with, interaction. Yes, yes. That's it's not easy. Um, but I did that with um, Adobe actually. So I needed to haggle Adobe because it was just the price was exorbitant for me. Like just because I wasn't a student anymore, the price had doubled. So I had to send an email to them going like, hey, like I want to keep using your platform. And the thing is, they want your business. These people want your business. They want money. So there is literally no harm in saying, I want to be a customer of you, but I can't pay this. You'd be surprised how many businesses are willing to allow a price drop just to keep you on board. So, yes, 100% worth doing to get the best price possible. Yeah, for sure. And then speaking of getting the best price possible, um, one thing that I've seen a lot of friends slip up on is spending too much money on groceries. And I'd like to hear how you manage this, but the way I handle it is meal planning. And I know I said just before I got on the call with you today, Nathan, my eyes are watering from making curry. Meal prepping. (laughs) (laughs) Always got a meal prep. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm always planning my meals, writing my shopping lists and and targeting it that way. Yeah, and it's like two different personalities here, which is why it's cool to talk to you, Azaria, because like I do not have the mental headspace to plan out how many like I know it makes sense you can't my mind is set I get that it makes sense like (laughs) to plan a meal that you can just put in the fridge put in the freezer bring that out when you're not wanting to spend money but also not wanting to cook but Mm -hmm. my headspace just like I would rather 
uh, outsource that to HelloFresh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I would rather outsource that to a U Foods. So, mm. um, right now I do do that with HelloFresh, those three meals for two people. I, I cook those and I find that cooking for dinner, having leftovers for lunch the next day makes sense for me and my mm. mindset and my schedule. And look, the 80 bucks or whatever it is for those three meals, I went on HelloFresh and then went off for a few months, mm-hmm. garbage food started coming into my system. And it's just yeah. like you pay that fee uh, for a reason and I felt I was eating better, I had more energy and mm-hmm. I felt like uh, I had more time on my hands and just feeling better about not eating garbage because you will fill yourself up with something. So, it might as well be healthy food if you're willing to pay for that. But yeah, if you're going to go micro on your money, then 100% you need to meal plan. Yeah, for sure. I think maybe one of the reasons for me it makes sense is because because I eat a fully vegan diet and there's there's not too many uh, like meal plan options like that. So yeah, I'm part of this Facebook group for any any vegans that are listening or just anyone in general that that people post vegan specials that are in the supermarkets. And I know that they have that for non-vegan stuff too, like people post the specials. Um, and so often I'll meal plan around what's on special or what's in season. And it doesn't feel like a chore to me because I enjoy cooking. I probably don't need to, you know, be that minuscule, but I enjoy it. So it's fun to me. <laughs> and it saves me money. Yes, definitely. And where do you find your shop of choice? Is it your Aldi? Is it your Coles, Woolies? Yeah, I do, I do love Aldi. Coles is just like a two-minute walk from me. So sometimes I'll go there. And they also have this supermarket in Brisbane called Coco's and it's like a 24-hour grocery store. And earlier in the year, they had nine cent avocados. So I was my goodness gracious. (laughs) I know. What on earth? (laughs) Amazing, right? I was eating so much avocado. I think I nearly turned green. (laughs) But yeah, so what about you? Where do you shop? Uh, The closest thing to me is a Coles. But um, with the HelloFresh stuff, I find that I'm filled up pretty good with those uh, lunches and dinners. But yeah, Coles is just down the road. I prefer Woolies. I don't know what it is. But I prefer Woolies. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the green or the <laughs> Woolies rewards, but mm. something about it. But then also you could buy like a whipper snipper from Aldi. Like exactly. You, it's anything you and everything know what you're there. Find. Never know what you're gonna find. And yet, like I I swear by Aldi. People mm-hmm. people judge me for that. But I think Aldi's pretty next level. Definitely. <laughs> I feel like Fans of Aldi are kind of low-key like cult members. Like Everyone is, you know, united by their love of Aldi. <laughs> There's probably an Aldi cult, let's be real. Yeah, There's one out there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that about wraps up all of the points we had here today. Thank you so much, Nathan, for joining us. That was, was really good. Not a problem at all, Zara. It was a pleasure to be here. And if you did like what we talked about with... Uh, any sort of savings tips, then you can find all stuff like that on the My Millennial Money Facebook group. There are thousands of people giving tips, asking questions. You may know something that we don't and yeah, it'd be great to have you a part of that group. And look, if you're listening to this podcast, then I'd argue that you're ahead of the game. If you're Gen Z and you're looking at this sort of content, then kudos to you. And yeah, we cheer you on in that. And I think the best place for you to keep going is in the Facebook group. Couldn't agree more.
We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers, and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289.